Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone, your journey, our passion. Dow Automotive Systems, improving durability and increasing design flexibility with Betamate structural adhesives at DowBetamate.com. And by Hyundai. Experience the 2011 Hyundai Sonata today at HyundaiSonata.com. Welcome to another episode of AutoLine Daily for Thursday, the 15th of December, 2011. You know the drill. I'm Christy Swinesburg from WardsAuto.com. If the airlines cooperate, John will be back for tomorrow's show. Anyway, on with the news. Opal has been struggling for some time now. GM just restructured the company's management in order to turn things around. It looks like the situation will get worse before it gets better. According to Reuters, GM says Opal's operating profit could fall by about 1 billion euros next year. The company expects to sell about 100,000 fewer vehicles in 2012 than it originally forecast. While things are looking bleak for Opel, things that Chrysler and Fiat are a much different story. CEO Sergio Marchionne says he expects to post a $3 billion operating profit in 2012. And thanks to new labor deals with Fiat's unions in Italy, the company expects to post a trading profit of up to $2.6 billion. Nissan is looking to expand its operations in Mexico. The Wall Street Journal reports the company is looking to build another plant south of the border. It already has two in the country. Capacity of the new plant would be 200,000 units, a figure that could be increased over time. Another plant in the country would help Nissan reach its goal of hitting 10% market share in the U.S. Slowly but surely, carmakers are revealing bits and pieces of what they'll be unveiling at the Detroit Auto Show next month. GM is making some news today with two of its divisions, Buick and Cadillac. The Tri-Shield brand is ready to showcase a new compact crossover vehicle called the Encore. All we know about this 2013 model is that it seats five and will come with signature Buick features like quiet tuning. It's hard to glean much else from the one teaser shot released. Come on guys, we want more! Next up, Cadillac. For months now, the Wreath and Crest has carefully released information about its new compact sports sedan, the ATS. Today GM finally gave us some meat to go with our potatoes. Information on the car's powertrains. The ATS will offer three different engines, a naturally aspirated 2.5-liter four-cylinder, a direct-injected 2-liter turbo with an estimated 270 horsepower, and a 3.6-liter V6. All pretty familiar. The company is proud to boast about how the Turbo 4 trounces its rivals in specific output, delivering an estimated 135 horsepower per liter. We look forward to the ATS's formal debut next month. The Ford Ranger has reached the end of the line, but it's not the only thing that's motoring off into the sunset. Tomorrow, the final Cologne V6 will be installed into the last of these trucks. The engine has served the company well for nearly five decades. This workhorse has been on active duty in a variety of products, ranging from the Mercury Capri and Bobcat to the Ford Pinto, Mustang II, and Aerostar van. It's been offered in overhead valve and overhead cam configurations and in numerous sizes. Some 25 million have been made. It was built in Germany, that's where it gets its name from, but during the Explorer craze of the mid-90s, demand was so high, blocks were cast in Ford's Windsor plant, shipped to Deutschland for machine and assembly, then sent back to America. Farewell, Cologne V6, we hardly knew ye. Speaking of motors, on the 10th day of Christmas, Ward's Auto gave to me a best engines list. Learn more about this year's winners right after the break. Look at this. Bridgestone's using natural rubber researching ways to enhance its quality and performance and making their factories more environmentally friendly producing products that save on fuel and emissions 
and some that can be reused again, and promoting eco-friendly and safety driving campaigns. One team, one planet. Bridgestone. Wars just wrapped our annual 10 best engines testing, and I think we arrived at yet another fun, interesting, and balanced list. We have engines in pricey vehicles, engines in inexpensive vehicles, engines that prioritize fuel economy, as well as ones that satiate appetites for pure driving pleasure. In that last category, the Ford Mustang Boss 302's V8, the 5.0, fits the bill, churning out a ridiculous and retro 444 horsepower. But we also liked its modern amenities, such as twin independent variable camshaft timing. In the slightly less ludicrous category, we have the 300 horsepower, silky smooth BMW 3 liter inline six from the 335i and the 310 horsepower Audi 3 liter supercharged V6. We tested the latter in the A6, but it's important to note that, like so many engines on our list, the V6 is omnipresent, available too in the A7, Q7, and hybrids from sister brands Porsche and Volkswagen. Also seeing a win this year and getting wide use is Hyundai Kia's new 1.6 liter gasoline direct injected four cylinder. We tested the mill in the Hyundai Accent and Kia Soul, but it's also available in the Kia Rio and Hyundai Veloster. My colleagues found the 1.6 liter in the Accent lively when made it to that car's six-speed manual. And even though the Soul's optional stop-start system wasn't every judge's cup of tea, I really liked averaging 36 miles per gallon on 50 mile per hour surface roads. That's impressive considering the last Soul, which had a non-GDI 1.6, barely mustered 30 real-world miles per gallon. While a number of winners prioritize fuel economy, such as the technology-rich Infiniti M35H Hybrid with an electric motor and two clutches that replace a torque converter, I'm bummed about the one that got away, the Chevy Volt. We scored the Volt well, but some of my colleagues couldn't get over the fiery headlines and GM's possible redesign of the battery pack. Last I checked, no Volt owner had so much as singed eyebrows. Sorry, fellas, but as John McLaughlin would say, wrong. And that's the exciting conclusion of today's newscast. I'm Christy Swinesburg from Wards Auto. Thanks for watching, listening, downloading, and participating. Make sure you check out AutoLine After Hours tonight. The live show kicks off at 7 p.m. Eastern Time. Peter DiLorenzo is hosting. He'll be joined by Todd Lassa of Motor Trend and Scott Burgess from the Detroit News. They'll talk about China's import tariffs, Acura's new products, and the NTSB's proposed ban on electronic devices. So make sure you watch it. Anyway, thanks again. I'll see you next time.